PFT Media. Hey kids, your buddy Peter. It's April 5th at around uh, 4.20 in the afternoon, and I'm putting the finishing touches on possibly the strangest podcast I've done. It's not wacky, it just it was uncomfortable for me, and here's why. Well, our guest, of course, uh, he's a stand-up comedian. Uh, he is on 104.1, the Jim Colbert Show on Fridays, and he's a hell of a nice guy. Uh, he came in, and we talked, and... Uh, there was another guest on the couch. It was my mother. Uh, I didn't plan on this. Uh, she came down from North Carolina, kind of sort of a little bit unexpectedly. And I had this interview with Ross planned. So I asked my mom, she wanted to sit in and uh, she doesn't know a lot about podcasting or the fact that I podcast or that I talk about the things that I talk about. And I'm a grown man. I'm, I'm a big boy and I'm sure she'd be comfortable with a lot of what I say on here, but you know, when you talk about sex and drugs and, and the dumb things you've done in life, and maybe you don't want your mommy to know, but she sat in and it, it worked out pretty okay <laughs> uh, for me. It was just only pretty okay. I think for you as a listener, I think it's going to be great. I, when Ross pulled up in his car, I, I, I met him up in the driveway and uh, I said, here's the thing, man, uh, my mom's here. And he, he said, and I quote, I love moms. And he came in, he met my mother, and he was very polite. And uh, frequently through this episode, through the interview, you can hear Ross refer to my mother as Mama Bear. It, it was very, very sweet. He, uh, he, he would occasionally just turn around and, and look at her and make sure that, that he hadn't crossed some sort of weird comedian line. And my mom was really cool. You can barely hear her because she didn't want to get on mic, but she had a pair of headphones on. And uh, you can hear her chime in from time to time. And it might give you a little insight when I talk about my mom or my parents uh, as to uh, who uh, who is that person I'm talking to. Uh, the interview was great. Ross, actually, he asked me one of the hardest questions I ever had to ask. And normally it wouldn't be a hard question, but my mom was here. So uh, it's near the end of the podcast, so stick around for that. couple business things. Uh, April 20th, 420. You might have the munchies, right? We're doing a pop-up. We can help you with that. We're going to be meeting up at La Femme du Fromage in the East End Market. Uh, they, every Friday, do a grilled cheese happy hour. It's a little thing they do where they, for 12 bucks, you get three grilled cheese sandwiches and you get uh, three paired beers and it is just dynamite they first of all they make the best grilled cheese sandwich in town so that that's something to look forward to and second of all uh you get beers with it so we're going to be up there from five to eight come on come hang out uh i'm going to have some some giveaways i'll have some prizes i'll be giving away hugs and we're going to be recording a new segment of the podcast and i want you to be part of that segment. So come hang out with us, uh, 420, April 20th, from five to eight in the parking lot of the East End Market, actually in the courtyard of the East End Market. Come hang out with us, I think it's gonna be a good time. I think we're gonna have a good time. I think you're going to enjoy it. Uh, La Femme du Fromage is located at 3201 Kareen Drive in Orlando in the Audubon Park Garden District. Come hang out with us, okay? Uh, like I said, prizes, hugs, love from five to eight get some dinner eat drink some beer and be part of my podcast what else we got going on um 
Stickers are on their way. I got two brand new stickers coming out. If you want one, there's a couple ways you can do it. You can come to the meetup on April 12, uh, 20th at La Femme du Fromage. You can email us over at scotchandgoodconversation at gmail.com. Leave your name, leave your address, and I will gladly send you one or two. Or you can go over to scotchandgoodconversation.com, our email, our uh, website, and uh, use that donation button. Uh, that'd be cool. Uh, drop a buck or two in. You know, uh, the stickers aren't aren't free and uh, cost us a little bit of money. And postage co- the postage cost us some money. And uh, speaking of donations, we had a couple nice donations last week. I want to say thanks to Peter and Joseph. There are some listeners, and both of them uh, used the donate money mutton, and it it means the world to me that they were kind enough to uh, to think. You know, hey, I'll help them out. You know. I'll help out Scotch and Good Conversation and do this with any local podcast. You know, it, this stuff isn't free. It costs us money. Webs, websites cost money. Uh, music costs money. Our time, our energy. Uh, so, you know, for, if you spend two bucks on a cup of coffee or let's say you go over to Starbucks and spend four or five dollars on a cup of coffee one day, one day a month, skip that, skip, skip that cup of coffee and donate to your favorite local podcast. Uh, what else do we got going next Friday? Uh, it's, it's episode 132. It is with Tatiana from the uh, Steezy's Trap House podcast. She is wonderful. Uh, she's got the best dreadlocks in podcasting. She smells great. She's smiley. She's happy. She's upbeat. And uh, she came in and we talked about podcasting and her uh, wonderful uh, boyfriend and just life. She's a joy to talk to. We like Tatiana, and I think you're going to like her too. Uh, we got we got t-shirts. If you want them, there's links on the website. And of course, none of this could be done without some of our super sponsors like Red Light, Red Light. Here's the thing about Red Light, Red Light. I was talking about them before they were ever a sponsor, before I even thought I would get sponsors. Uh, Red Light, Red Light's been around since 2005, and they are locally owned. They are an independent, locally owned business here in Orlando. And what they do, they do really, really, really well. If you like craft beer and you haven't been to Red Light, Red Light, put it on your schedule. Go check them out. 300 plus bottles and cans of craft goodness, 26 beers on tap. And if you haven't been, walk in the door and look directly to the left. You're going to see some shiny new brewing equipment. They just got it at the beginning of the year. And the stuff that's coming out of them, out of that brewing equipment, I am so excited by. They just started bottling. Can't wait to get some of that tasty goodness in my belly. Check out Red Light, Red Light. They are located. Do you think I'd know their address? They are located in the Audubon Park Garden District at 2810 Kareen Drive, right in the same plaza as Park Ave CDs. Go in there, get yourself a beer, and tell them that you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. Kids, that's it. Uh, this is a weird one. Uh, my mom is on it, <laughs> so uh, it's still kind of freaking me out. I listened. It, it's not, it's, it still makes me uncomfortable. I think you're going to find it hilarious. You guys, uh, if there's somebody in your life you love, Tell them that, okay? Go outside and play and hug each other and love each other. Take care. Have fun. Peace. Bye-bye.
you so much for checking out episode 131 of Scotch and Good Conversation. I am your host. My name is Peter, and we're like a weekly hangouty, interviewee, an excuse to do some afternoon day drinking podcast get together type thing. Here's what we do we find interesting people. We have them come in. Sometimes we open a beer or pour a little scotch. We turn off our cell phones. We turn off the computers. <laughs> My dog growls. And we talk. We kick it around a little bit. Hopefully, it's something fun for us. And ideally, you will enjoy it also. If you're into this kind of thing, if you like this kind of interviewee, conversationally style type thing, go over to scotchandgoodconversation.com and you can check out all our past podcasts. We are on iTunes. We are on Stitcher, we're on Spotify, we are on Google Play, and we are on the PFT Media. If you'd like to get involved, if you want to be part of the conversation, you got a life problem, you've got a, something that, that you just need a second opinion on, or just somebody you don't know to chime in on, give us a call, 407-706-9523, and I'll leave a message. Odds are, if it's interesting, I will play it on the air and if the phone's not your thing totally get it uh scotch and good conversation at gmail.com you can find us on facebook you can find us on instagram you can find us on twitter we've got a facebook group uh, get involved in that it's called scotch and good conversationalist that's where we do a lot of interaction with our listeners and of course we couldn't do this without some help and here is a word from someone who's helping us you should use this product you're not an amateur you don't need to go downtown you want a craft cocktail you want craft beer you want a cool comfortable environment without all the hassle what you need in your life is little indies located in the mills 50 district right next to wills pub they've got it they've got craft cocktails they've got craft beers they've got a cool comfortable laid-back environment they've got happy hours seven days a week without all the hassle and the amateurs located at 1036 mills avenue right next to wills pub go in there and check it out and let them know you heard about them on scotch and good conversation and we are back and of course this wouldn't be interesting if uh, i didn't have somebody in the room and besides the person i'm going to introduce i have uh, uh my mommy's here hi mom say mom say hi, hi. Hi, my mommy's here, so she's going to uh, maybe chime in or maybe not, but she's sitting and she, she doesn't really listen to the podcast, so I figured the best way to get her into it would be to actually sit in. And we have another guest. It's, it's uh, Ross Paget. Did I get it right? That is correct. Okay. Ross Paget. Thank, thank you. I, I was, uh, I'm frequently afraid of names. My last name is Von Taborski, so I, I'm used to getting it butchered. Your name is spelled a bit odd. It doesn't, it doesn't, it looks like it sounds but it's still scary. Yeah, it's definitely a, a curveball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to the eyeball. Real name? Uh, Ross Paget. Okay, but it's spelled that way? Or it's, uh, it's... No, I decided to spell my name like sauce when I was in the middle of failing uh, geometry. Oh, good, good, solid. Just a, a life change right there in the middle of geometry yeah, in high was, school at some point? It was 10th grade, and at first I was like, it's R A W S. Also spells my name. And then I realized that my name rhymed with sauce. Okay. And then it, that nickname just like I like changing your life in 10th grade. That That's right there. Boom. Yeah. And it set you on a course to, to do the next thing we're going to talk about. These are three things that I know about you. 
Okay. All right. And the first thing is uh, you're a comedian. I am. Yes. And uh, that, is that part of the, the wacky name change? No. No. The, <laughs> w- the wacky name change happened far before ever. 10th grade. Yeah. Yeah. Ten, you said 10th, I think, right? Yeah. Okay. And then uh, I started doing stand-up when I was 21. And you are 28? 28 indeed. Wow. Nailed it. I didn't even... I was just guessing. Nice. Yeah. Thanks. I'm good at this. I'm good at podcasting. You're uh, 29. Sure. <laughs> As far as you know, mom. Uh, mom knows it. how old. Look at look at look at mom's face. <laughs> let's mom. put let's put mom on the on the dot. How old is your son? I rather not. Say. I'm fifty. Ah. You, you, you my, and my mom is is a little young older than I am. You are not fifty. Uh, I'm fifty. It's true. You, uh, do you moisturize? I moisturize. I drink yeah. a lot of water. Avena. Yeah, I I, uh, I and drink. The, and the water you drink, it's. Is Ponce de Leon? I, 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 I drink a gallon of water a day. A fountain of youth water. And my wife makes me wear cool clothes. So do, I, do you bathe in Fiji water? <laughs> there is some secret. My, going my on. mom is beautifully young looking, also. So, Absolutely. So I, I was going to say thirty five to you. Mama. I, I come. I come from a long line of, of very handsome people, except my brother. Uh, yeah. it, 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 no, my brother is very handsome, just short, little teeth. Uh, Napoleon you're, Syndrome. You're you're a comedian, in that you do that professionally. It's not it's not like a hobby for you. This and is no, the, it's, good uh, for you. I, it's it's not it's not a full time thing. I also work at Universal Studios. I didn't know you're still doing that. I still am, uh-huh. uh, but I won't become 2019 as much. But uh, they've always let me have nights off and the weekends open, so I've. Been able to do stand up essentially as if it was full Well, time. you've won some awards here in town. I know I that. I have. You were the uh, Monster Comedian of the Year in 2016 and 17. Am I wrong? 17. 17. Not 16. Okay. And then Orlando Weekly Comedian. Good for you. Year. First place? Yep. It was a good year. Look at this. Two second places. Oh, I'm, man. I'm the number two podcast in Orlando. I just want to leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, that's what I like to say. We are num- we're the number two. Number two. We're, we're the, the number two of podcasting right here it's got a good conversation well congratulations uh, yeah no it's been great I, I looked you up a bit you're a funny dude yeah thanks man. Do, do you love it is it is there some, anything better than getting up and making people giggle um the, it's weird with stand up is that when you're making people laugh and if you're having a good set uh, if it's going really well you don't get to enjoy the laughter because you're too busy doing and not really thinking you think so I mean yeah. I, I'm sure you know you know way more than I do my, in yeah. my experience there's been very few times where I've gotten to enjoy a laugh from the audience oh you just always... and, and those times are when they're not from a joke and kind of like a crowd work magical moment yeah uh, you're trying it, something new on the spot and it yeah, gets a good response just really trusting myself and going on a riff but for the most part if I say a punchline from my joke and they laugh yeah I don't get really happy or, or anything I just go ahead and go good it worked Oops, don't worry about that and I'm just yeah. happy that's how the joke is supposed see, to that, go see that, that sounds like it would be annoying to me uh, I, I can't I, I, I always tell my wife if I, I'm a ninja, I'm always looking two miles up the street to see what's up there to protect her from harm. Mm-hmm. And and that, that sounds like what you're doing on stage. You're just working towards the next joke, towards the finish line. Is that... And, and it's just that you're trying to, to, to execute the joke as best as you know how it's supposed to go. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, I, yeah, there are there is a high of stand-up comedy that I have a punchline that's literally go fish. That's that's the punchline. It sounds... It's the perfect punchline to yeah, pretty right? much anything, I think. Yeah. And uh, I I, I, I guess I'm kind of contradicting myself, but th- there is a very, there's an awesome entertainment high when you know that the entire 90 seconds of these 400 people's lives 
kind of depend on the words go fish to make sure that it was worth telling what you just said. Yeah, I mean, the two words. So I, I imagine if you nail it with the wrong inflection, the whole joke goes to hell in a yeah. handbasket. And there's a lot of things that are building up the refinement of that punchline that yeah. if I step on or goof, then that punchline's not going to hit. Well, what's next for you in the comedy world? Go quick. Uh, doing comedy <laughs> fests throughout uh, this year and next year. Okay, I, cool. I, that's always been a bucket list. I got into the DC comedy uh-huh. fest. So oh, that's good. Cool. Congratulations. Congratulations. Gonna, that's a, that's it's cool up there. Yeah, I'm gonna infiltrate that comedy Good scene. Good for you. For We're going attack. Days. Yeah. Yeah. Just gonna slang jokes and make sure that the jokes don't just make Floridians laugh. The second thing I know about you is uh, you're on the radio. I am. You're on the uh, Jim Colbert show. Is that correct? Somehow, some way. Yeah, that, and that's uh, f- every other Friday. Every Friday, I, I, I don't listen to that station. It is yeah. every Friday. Okay, I, I, I'm familiar with Jim Colbert. I know he went by another name. And did, they, we, did you still say the name? Dirty yeah, Jim? no, yeah. L Dirty Jim. He seems like a very interesting man. He is beyond interesting. Yeah, he's a, he's a bit of a renaissance man. He's the most interesting man in the world, it seems like. He, it, there, it's... He's a conservative that pulled up in his 92 bucket list bought Mustang, bumping Migos, and looked at me and said, I'm 50, and then peeled out. That was that was the last Good time for I him. saw he, him. He owns it. I mean, and that, that's the thing about getting older, is if you just own it, it, it takes the power back from people to yeah. tell you, tell you and, and drink a lot of water and moisturize. And when is that? When can we hear that show? I, I, you said it earlier. Uh, but. Three to seven every Friday on 104.1. And then uh, there's plans for it to be in another spot at some point? It will be full time in 2019. That's exciting, and you're you're in some big shoes. You're you're taking a yeah. big spot. Yeah, yeah. I, and uh, the more and more I do it, the more the or the closer it gets to that date, the more I realize like this is yeah this is a game changer. This yeah. is a big deal. Well, it's a big deal for you too. I mean that that's a that's a, a prime piece piece of real estate to yeah. be taking. That's a drive time on the way home. You know, mm-hmm. you're you're starting people's weekends. Yeah, on a Friday. The amount of trust that Jim has put into me is not to be taken for granted. No. I don't I don't look at this opportunity and. Want to not just not want to squander it, but more importantly, I just want to be my best. I, I, you you strike me as someone who's very focused. We are talking about looking up the street two miles to mm-hmm. see what's coming up. And are you like that? Are you a planner? Are you are you? It's got. I, it's yes. I, the answer to that question is yes and no. There's, That's the best way to live. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, I feel like it's a blend. You have to have that professional side of, of course, planning months down the road. Yeah. I know what gigs I'm doing for the next three months. The next three months are looking really good. 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 But at the same time, if I had planned, I would. I never planned on getting on the Jim Colbert show. It was never even really a goal. It was just being as good as a person and performer as I can be. And that's really living in the now. And the the now will always outweigh the future and past. The future you can't, I mean, you can plan the best you can, but you can't, accidents happen. The past you can't do anything about. Yeah. You know, so the now you just try to be the best or else you can be. Yeah. I'll be the best Peter I can be and mom will be the best mom she can be and she is the best mom. Love you, mommy. Uh, (laughs) Third third thing I know about you uh, is you, and you alluded to it, you are a character actor. Can you talk about that? I I know Um, what you're talking about. Not to a 100% extent. Then then we'll, we'll, we'll go with this. I know you have an eye IMDb. 
do I? Yes, I don't. I, I don't remember what film there was. There was a film or a, a short or something. You have an IMDb it was, page. Yeah, no, it was a movie called One Night in an Alley. It sounds and, charming. Yeah, and yeah. it was uh, it was awesome. It was on it was a a way bigger thing than I thought it was going to be when I said. So yes it's a big to thing. It. It's it's an actual thing. Yeah, Is it, it was, a film. It's a twelve minute short film. That's that not a big thing. We shot okay. over a span of four nights. Wow, it takes so how many hours does it take to film twelve minutes? <sighs> I, depending on the production and that production itself, I and mean, we had somebody get shot. So oh, we right. had a squib. With, oh, it was a squib. Uh, a squib is a essentially like a blood packet. Oh, cool, I know those. that you yeah. explode. All right, did you get shot? Like, I did not. What did you do in the alley? Uh, I My was, mom's here, by the way. I was the, okay. <laughs> I was the lead character. Where uh, the whole premise of it was that these two bank robbers show up uh, to go rob this bank at night, uh-huh. and uh, one guy leaves the car. And then he comes back five minutes later, and there's about eight random bodies at the car, and his friend just staring at him, okay, and saying, "What just happened?" And then the whole short is what happened within those five minutes. This actually sounds really, really interesting. Yeah, and yeah. it's done unbelievably well. You filmed it here, uh, in, here in Orlando. Yes, cool. And it's from the guy, the guy who filmed it. I've worked with uh, filming some of my own personal sketches with, and his oh. name is Matt Karens, and we're filming this next sketch, which is. Orlando to the brim. You, you know what, what's funny? I, I have on my notes here that I'm crossing out, and I didn't cross out that one. Uh, you make short films. Are they, are they short films? Are they YouTubes? What do the kids you call know, them? I, the, I guess it, I just always call them sketches because I don't. Yeah. I know that they're not movies per se, but they're so much fun to do, and I know that I want to keep doing it because I recognize how hard it is. I think you, I mean, you're doing really well with them, and they're very popular with the kids here in Orlando. Honestly, I think that the those videos, uh, I guess I would just call them the Wilson Fluke series, okay. which was uh, a, a character that I made up that was responsible for everything bad here in Orlando. Okay, there's a, there's a lot of bad. There's a lot of good. There's a lot there's of great, lot of and good. there's way more good. In fact, I can't do any more Wilson Fluke videos yeah. because I honestly don't think that there's anything as you, you, bad as I-4 to 408, the the Majesty building out in Altamont. Oh, yeah, the, uh, the, uh, the the eyesore on I-4. Yeah, the yeah. eyesore on I-4 and then naming the Citrus Bowl Camping World Stadium. Those That's, are the three worst things that I can think of in the, Central the, Florida. The, the eyesore, uh, the eye, the, the, that building, it makes me angry. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I, I kind of wanted as a podcast, and I'm not saying you should do this, <laughs> but uh, if, if, if you have a slingshot Take out some of that glass, but you shouldn't do that because that's illegal and vandalism, which we'll lead into later. Um, top three things. Uh, you strike me as a music guy. Am I guessing wrong on this? Um, I do enjoy music. Top I, three bands, singer, songwriters, performers. Quick, go. No pressure. Okay. Uh, in order... That, whatever comes to your mind right now. Number one, Daft Punk. Okay. Number two, Rage Against the Machine. Solid. Number three, David Bowie. Okay. Those are very solid choices. I, I have strong opinions about Rage Against the Machine and where hip-hop slash rock and roll would have went if Rage Against the Machine was left alone and Limp Bizkit didn't come along and ruin everything in the 90s. That's a fun theory. To That's a different dimension. We need (laughs) Rage Against the Machine right now as a country. We need it so... Badly. They came back uh, like last year. I know that they went on a tour for. I did a, not know this a little bit, and that it wasn't. It wasn't. I know that they're missing some of their original band. They had the lead singer, and they went with Cypress Hill. They okay, did some that shows was that was uh, the dudes. Um, uh, the Tom, whatever his name is, the guitarist, yeah, and, and the bass guy with that that hella sleeve of tattoo. Uh, he was with Cypress Hill and Chuck D from Public Enemy as Prophets of Rage. 
Yes, Prophets of Rage. I, I apologize. Yeah. I'm very down. Yeah? I'm exceedingly down for an old guy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, uh, I know they were doing some Rage Against the Machine songs, but I think uh, a lot of what made Rage Rage was uh, Zach, I can never say it, De La Rocha. Yeah. I think that's his last name. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I, I got to see them sort of, kind of, I want to say it was either the first or third Lollapalooza but I was with a girl who might be listening, and she's very sweet. Um, and I, I, at the time, they were still kind of a no-name band, especially where we were. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe if you were in California, maybe you knew Raging Against Machine. Obviously, they were on Lollapalooza. And, they were huge, yeah. man. But, uh, but I lived in a little redneck town down south, so I, I was like, ooh, a hip-hop band. And I did not know how, how pivotal they would be in my life. Uh, yeah, but I've got to say, even though he didn't make that top three, uh, Nos is got to be my fourth. He's an what, interesting character, I, isn't he? He is. I, I look at Nos as the the goat of rapping. He's the yeah. He's a and you're just really like a close. skinny sort of red haired uh, like white guy. Yeah, yeah. But I also enjoy freestyle rapping. Do you think he would like you? I think so. Yeah, okay. I think if me and him got in the same room. Yeah, you got to talk to him a little bit. I would love that. Good. I, and I, I think I, we would get along. I'd like to think Mr. Nos would give you and me. And, and mom and Rosie, probably mm-hmm. not Rosie. Um, yeah, I, yeah, actually, I think Rosie might have a thing against. <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, I, as far as I know, she's not racist. I, I, I don't know. She comes from a long line of racist. Yeah, but, but yeah. I, I don't think she's. She hates dudes in general for the most part. She was okay with you, believe it or not. Awesome. She licked me a couple times. Yeah, she's. She was okay with you. She doesn't like tattooed dudes or dudes with beards, which is about seventy five percent of what we get here in the podcast. And it's the opposite of who I am. Yeah, yeah. You're just uh, not that. Uh, you read? You strike me as a reader also. I do. It's funny that you say that because I just started reading within like this last year. I've like, always been able... Did you just learn how to read? I just learned okay, to okay. be literate. Okay. No, um, I started reading... Uh, I've read probably like five books in the last like couple, like three or four months. Good for you. Uh, and before that, it was zero books in about 20 years. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah. I read Ready Player One. Okay. That's a science fiction thing. Yeah. I'm a big fan of novels. I, not anything that's going to, I don't yeah. want any political commentary. I just really want to read like a journey. I read this book called The Hike okay. by Drew McGarry. And that was the trippiest book. I read Ender's Game because my friend told me is like that's not a science fi sci fi sort of thing, isn't it? Ender's Game. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, okay. Yeah. And right. then uh, and then my books. favorite book uh, that I read out of all of those was called All Are Wrong Today's by Elan Mustai. Good for you. You nailed the book section. This people have a hard time with this. Yeah. No. I, I don't know why. And you I'm going to read Fight Club because everyone has read Fight Chuck, Club. Chuck, whatever his name is. Yeah, Palachuk or not. Sure, you read Choke also. That's a pretty good one. Is that from the same author? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's about uh, a guy who goes to, from restaurant to restaurant and acting like he's choking because once <laughs> and having people save your li- save his life because once someone saves your life from choking your lifelong friends and he, he that's how he makes friends that is yeah that's very chuck whatever such is. a good premise <laughs> yeah I, I of anything it's the only book by that author whose name i can't say uh uh well careful uh <laughs> um, scotch sure and good conversation <laughs> uh top three films and then we get done with the silliness these are just no silly i'm all questions. about these i love silly questions top three films um in no order catch okay. me if you can uh, tom hanks um, and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Inception. Okay. Also Leonardo DiCaprio. Is, is ah, man, that's tough to say. That's one of my top three. It's, it was one of my good. favorite movie experiences. That movie makes my wife really, made my wife really angry at first. And now I think she's learned to, to enjoy it. Um, and God. 
There was this one movie that I saw uh, like a while ago. It's called Boyhood, and okay. that like melted my face. Is that the one with Ethan Hawke? Yes. Was that good? It honestly, it's not that great of a movie. But it was filmed over like fifteen years That's or ten the years thing or something. That yeah. made me go, "What a project!" Yeah. How did you guys do this? Because you see a kid grow up throughout the movie, and it's the same kid that they just had booked and contracted for i think like once a month every year for 14 15 years yeah supposedly that's it's fascinating and i i wish ethan hawk would make consistent good films yeah <laughs> because he's been in some amazing i mean he was in um, um uh, what's the one with robin williams where they stand on the desk um uh, captain my captain yeah dead poets dead poet he was in that and uh he he was in some other films i can't think of oh he was in uh uh, something with Richard Gere where he played somebody with split personalities. It was my wife and I's first date. I watched something last night uh, last night on Friday night uh, about Chet Baker, the jazz musician. Mm-hmm. And I think it was, it's not kind of blue. That's a uh, very blue or something. And I, I went into it with low expectations and it was really, really good, especially if, if you and like. I'm, I'm going to replace Inception okay. with James Bond, uh, that whole franchise. I'm okay. a huge James Bond fan. All right. I, I, I Even the very beginning ones. What, what's your favorite Bond? Quick. Uh, Skyfall. But, but the, 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 which, which James Bond? Uh, Daniel Craig. I, wrong. I That's wrong. Yeah, Sean I know. Connery is always right. Sean Connery <laughs> is great, uh, but I'm, a, I'm just, a, there's a lot of things in this. Daniel Craig is dreamy. He's a handsome damn yeah, man. Yeah, and I, I remember everyone made a big stink that he's like he's got blue eyes, and he, it's like yeah, he, he's because he's he was probably in his early forty, late forties when he made that first Bond film. He takes his shirt off, and I'm like, God damn, I need to get into good. Yeah. I, I really need to do a setup or something. You weren't alone looking at James Bond, going, oh, I wish I was more like James Bond. Yeah, well, that, that's the thing about James Bond. Even even pudgy Sean Connery is still really cool and slick, and you wish he dressed cool. He had the most beautiful women. He he was he had the great you know the one liners. You know he, he just was. Uh, just grace under pressure. Yeah, that that was him and Bugs Bunny. Where it's just the very definition of grace <laughs> under pressure. I would love to see James Bond and Bugs Bunny. I, I think they, I think they'd mission. enjoy each other. Yeah, going against wild. Give, give me that Space Jam. Wild E. Yeah, much better. <laughs> um, I've never seen Space Jam. No, no, it's I, I, not that. I mean, I have a funny feeling it's not as good as it, you think no, it is. It, no, it's not yeah. that good. <laughs> the reason why it's so cool is because they just had. Michael Jordan, Bugs Bunny in the same movie. Well, People was, were freaking it was, out. It kind of introduced Bugs Bunny to your generation because I grew up. Uh, this is weird, Mom. You remember this? I wasn't allowed to watch cartoons. Like on Saturday morning, I was supposed to sleep in. I don't know why. Probably because you guys wanted to sleep in. So I would sneak into the living room and get about this close to the television and watch Bugs Bunny. Like, really, really quiet. And I, and I knew of Bugs Bunny before going into the movie. Yeah, yeah. But it was, it definitely made Bugs Bunny somehow even cooler. Yeah. And Bill Murray's pretty funny. Well, Bill, it's Bill Murray. He really can't do a whole yeah. lot of wrong. He did a war film a while ago that wasn't amazing. Uh, you were signed a test to come at me with three questions. Yes. And now is your chance to ask the first of the three young men. All right. So the... The first question I have for you is that my three commandments of entertainment, and I want to know if you have any commandments along those lines, kind of cliche sayings. My first one is trust yourself. Okay, good one. My second one is be a human first. Okay. And the third one is the audience wants you to have fun. Oh, those are those are really good. Those are, I might even get those tattooed one day. So those are, those I'll are, never th- forget them and th- take those them. Are, those are good, especially doing what you do. Yeah. The, the trust yourself, I think I, I would agree with that, but I'm not going to take it. 
Um, but do you have any of those yourself? I, I don't. <laughs> it's, it's okay. Don't. <laughs> we, we are held together by, by rubber bands and, and duct tape. And don't worry about it. Uh, I, I don't. I mean, I, I've never really thought about it. But I, I, I honestly, when, when I do the podcast, like I said, I told you before we turn the mics on, I, I record this and then it won't come out till probably April sometime. Mm-hmm. And I don't listen to it till probably the night before. Because I don't want to second guess anything that comes out of my my mouth for the most part. If, if like I said, I, I told you, if we get Tourette's yeah. all of a sudden, I'll cut that section out or I'll just delete the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But I once I put it out into the world for the world to listen to, I don't listen to it again. I don't second guess it. I just I I, I like the idea of throwing it up on the wall and letting see if it will stick, awesome. and not and not and not worrying about it. You know, if, if I didn't catch it during the interview or in production when I'm editing it. Then it's meant to be there. Uh, so my second question. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, see, I give the power. Okay. And then I take it back. I, I, I let you feel like you're in control. Mm-hmm. And then I throw you back into chaos again. What am I thinking? I know. It, this is my world. Start your own podcast, young man. <laughs> um, the first question for you. And this is kind of a dumb one, but I saw it. And it was kind of interesting. What do you tip a mattress delivery guy? What do I what, what about you, a mattress? Would what, I sleep with one? Uh, what, no, yes. What would, would you sleep with a mattress delivery guy? What What do you tip a mattress delivery? Let's say you you get a mattress delivered to your home, and, and uh, they take away your old mattress. What do you tip a about? Jefferson? A good old twenty. A twenty? I think that's a solid. That's a solid call. I've also like my life has changed for the better ever since I started tipping like. 30 40 50 percent it's karma it, I, it, it I comes back believe to you in it yeah yeah i, I bought a bottle of scotch for jim uh-huh. next day my friend bought me a bottle of scotch it, it, the, the the world sort of i i have this whole theory that the world will take you for the most part in places you need to be if you just let it if you don't overthink it too terribly much mm-hmm. you, you plan Planning's a good idea planning is great but don't overthink it you know don't if you plan as much as you can don't don't worry about that, man. <laughs> I love this thing. <laughs> now it wasn't there like ten minutes before you got here. <laughs> uh, if if you plan as much as you can, you know, be prepared. I, I'm, I'm a Boy Scout, Eagle Scout. Be prepared. You know, don't go in things blindly. Although going things blindly is kind of fun, also. Uh, don't go in something important blindly, and then do your best, and then don't you don't have any regrets. If you did your best, even if you fail horribly, mm-hmm. don't have any regrets. Uh, and tipping's like I don't know how we got on this from tipping, but uh, oh karma, we were talking about karma. Yes, yeah. Uh, I I believe that that if you try to be the best Ross you can be, you, you, that will come back to you at, at a thousandfold. Maybe not the thousandfold, but fivefold. Fivefold. Yeah, twofold. Uh, there's <laughs> it, it gonna be might, some it, folds. It might not. If in the end, it'll make you feel better for being nice to people, mm-hmm. and that's gonna show in your personal. You strike me as a positive cat. You ever get blue? Very. You get blue. You get sad. A little sad. A little melancholy. In the, in the jokes, or just in general? Are, are, is there sadness in your jokes? That, no, that, that's no. Trying but to I do to, have. Are you the clown jokes. that's laughing but crying inside? Uh, I am not. <laughs> what, a, what a stupid question. No, no. <laughs> but it's it's as a comedian, it's some it's a weird stereotype. Yeah, yeah. And I'll be honest with you, I've seen it i've seen it in uh local comedians of that a lot of cocaine in your industry a lot of cocaine. <laughs> a lot of heroin yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
right. it's it's strange. But I would uh, I used to have a joke of saying I'm the most positive comedian you'll ever see. In middle school, my nickname was the double uh, the bumpy side of a double A battery, <laughs> which is the bumpiest side, and it's also the dumbest joke that I don't say anymore. <laughs> my mom's laughing. Yeah, yeah, uh, there we go. And quick story about that joke. Yeah, yeah. One of the last times I did it, I did it for essentially an all gay audience. Oh, good. And I looked at some. I looked at myself and said, "I'm a positive guy." I looked at this guy in the front row and I said, "You look like a positive guy," and everyone groaned. And I was too busy yeah, to, doing to, to, and plan, not planning, on your, planning on your next thing. I even said out loud, "Like, don't know why that got a groan. That was weird." Yeah. And then I went on to the rest of my set. Got a text the next get the next day yeah, saying that guy, guy not... had HIV oh positive. Oh. That happened. <laughs> and because like the gay community all know each other so when i said that everyone was like well, that, oh. that, but that's the thing is I mean, you were working an entirely homosexual crowd it's not like you're a homophobe you, no you you you, you just <laughs> I, I, so gay people are straight man i love i love the gay community it's just so unfortunate and so i mean no one laughed because i would have laughed a little no, if, it, if i didn't know the guy had hiv i would have been giggling was, my ass off being yeah there. yeah the set was great but and the thing was that everyone knew each other in this room and it's like a 250 person audience uh, and everyone he was in the front row which means he had just enough lighting for everybody to see him and uh, I did that and oh, you didn't you didn't know I had no you didn't know idea. right away no and oh, okay. still it was only to the text when I went oh my god no. oh there, there's no sleep that night right yeah, yeah there's, no. but, but again we go back to the Okay, you learn from that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't, never I don't, did that joke again. <laughs> I really don't do that joke anymore. It's not one of the smarter ones. So. Uh, question number two for you. Uh, when you wake up, are you able to choose the mood and attitude you have for a day? Um, unfortunately, I would say no. But one of the things that I live by is a Groucho Marx quote. Okay. And I think it's a, almost like a pursuit of happiness thing. The quote is... I not events have the power to make me happy or unhappy. What was the I what? I have the power yeah, yeah. to make me happy or not happy. I, I believe that. And I am a big believer of that. But at the same time, if I sleep for three hours, I know what kind of person I'm gonna be the next day. Uh I, <laughs> you know, like there's some things that are with are in your control that can set you up for that great day. Yesterday was I would say is a great example. I I knew I was in a weird mood, uh, and my girlfriend knew it, and all I did was just kind of let it be. I didn't want to... She recognized that I was like, I was just in a weird mood. It wasn't anything bad. I think it's in human nature just to wake up and kind of go, oh, man, not today. It's good that you are aware when you're in a bad mood. And that's the biggest difference, is that although I might not be able to control it, I can at least be aware and put a Band-Aid and be able to communicate to people that... Yeah, I just woke up. And, yeah, I'm um, sorry. I'm just feeling kind of, I'm sorry I'm in a butthole today. I'm, yeah. I'm just feeling a little out of sorts. I'm a huge believer in self-awareness. I think a lot of problems can be solved by being hyper self-aware. Well, I was talking to my mother like right before you got here. I used to work overnights for a short, a short time, like a year and a half. And uh, my girlfriend, wife now at the time, lived with me. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, <laughs> and uh, thank you. I, I uh, used to occasionally apologize and say I'm sorry I, I I'm probably acting like an idiot and I'm just tired you know and she was cool she she worked with me through all the year and a half and, mm-hmm. and you know sometimes and that's it says a lot about the people the, the 
the company you keep if they're aware that you're allowed to have a bad day. Yeah, and everyone is allowed to have a bad day. Yeah. But it's it kind of comes down to your execution of said bad day. Yeah, yeah. How are you going to are you going to blame people? Are you going to be not aware enough that you kind of know that it's on you and you're the one that's kind of bringing everybody down right now? Or just bringing that awareness is so crucial and, on and being a human. Also, I mean, there, there's nothing wrong with going out and just kind of like just checking yourself for a minute. Go outside, take, take a breather and go, OK, I can turn this day around. Yeah. You know, it, the, the, it, worst case scenario, this day gets over. Tomorrow is a brand new day. That's kind of how I go about this life thing. It's, yeah. I even told my girlfriend yesterday, I was like, well, the good news is that I think I'm going to keep breathing tomorrow. Exactly. We, my wife and I, when, when it, we live a pretty charmed life for the most part, knock on wood. Uh, but if we have something wrong, like especially if it happens at night, I always tell her, you know, let's kind of mull this over in the morning everything's worse at night in the morning when the sun rises we can fix this and if the sun doesn't rise we've got bigger things to worry about than whatever problem this is and that's kind of how we run the 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 life here in in the von taborski house i I decided i I decided this afternoon on this morning's walk that i was going to start referring to this as rosie land Perfect. Yeah, you know, Roseland, the, the theater. Yeah. It's where the Rosie, Roseland Studios. Entendre. Uh-huh. Um, question number three, and I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, from a scale of one to ten, how cool are you? Ooh. Like, you, it's six. You think so? That's, that's pretty high. I, I would give myself a six. Yeah? All right, and, good for you. And you know what's weird is that I would, and this is going to sound cocky, but I would think that uh, a lot of my friends would give a higher number. Yeah. But I would say six. I think you're pretty cool. You seem like a solid. I'd say seven, seven and a half. Right. I, there's there, there's cool a little thing. But there's a little geeky chic thing happening with oh, you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah. You're a tall drink of water. I've yeah. chucked a D20. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, and I, we, we as a podcast tell people it's okay to celebrate the good points of you. A lot, one of my questions, one of my favorite questions, and I, I don't, I steal these off the internet, mm-hmm. uh, but I wrote this one. I, I said to my guest, I said, brag a little. And that was that was pretty much the question. And he, he didn't know how to answer. I and know I, I would stumble. And, and I said, I know there's things you're proud of. Everybody has something they're proud of. Just tell me about it. You know, why, why wouldn't you tell, you know, as, as long as you're not Donald I, Trump and I, just bragging I can, constantly. I can answer the question of why you wouldn't. Well, and that is just being, um, it's kind of goes back to that self-awareness enough thing, uh, thinking that if if you're the guy who's bragging or something like that, that's not a very fun person to like. Well, you know? like I said, if you're not if you're Donald Trump, that's one thing. Yeah. If you're me, who just told you about being this number two podcast land on the fact that I was Eagle Scout in 33 minutes, you know that's a, that's another. But you didn't notice, did you? I did okay. not. Okay. I did not. Yeah, but uh, um, you know, but no one likes <laughs> no one likes Donald Trump, uh, you know, because he's constantly bragging about everything he does. Yeah. But it's okay to be proud of what you do. You know, you should be proud of the fact that you were 2017 comedian of the monster community of the year. There, there yeah, are you know. things that I'm proud of, but those, I, I know that it's going to be pulling teeth for me to, to tell people about it because those are the things that I'm proud of. And I don't, and past that, I don't need uh, validation. I don't. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. That, it, all those sketches were for me. Yeah. Just kind of a challenge to myself. That's all this podcast is. This is for me. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> well, it, truthfully it was, it was my way. I missed my friends. Didn't get a chance to talk to them as much as I used to. Cause we, I, I'm older than most of my friends, but mm-hmm. we didn't get a chance to 
I always equate this to the conversation you have after you buy a six pack on the way home from a bar that closed to two o'clock in the morning and you go in somebody's backyard and talk over a six pack of beer. Yeah. That's what this is supposed to be. Well, I've got to tell you, mission accomplished. Yeah. Well, thank you. I, I, I've I, yet, I, I don't, I haven't had a six pack of beer with a friend and her mom. So <laughs> well, I will mom's say not that. Drinking. Mom's just hanging out. I love, I, yeah. this is great. Mom's just, just hanging. Uh, your second question for me, please, sir. Uh, who has been your favorite guest? You. Oh, <laughs> See, he also lives in the now. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> this is nice. Like that, you you have a good mic presence. You 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 speak into the mic, which not just the mic presence, but you're actually using the mic correctly, oh, which, you, which I really appreciate because uh, I just got all this equipment relatively recently, so my sound has been an issue. Um, I uh, I have favorite episodes. Yeah. Who? Okay. Yeah. Who's been your favorite episode? Uh, as far as ep- favorite, because it had the most ratings and got me the most attention. Daniel Dennis from uh, Tom and Dan came in. That's awesome. That was episode fifty. Uh, on a personal level, uh, a buddy of mine named Jacob came in, and it got really heavy in here. He talked about a baby him and his wife had lost, <laughs> and I didn't know this, and nobody else knew, but they were just about to have another baby. So they just kind of wanted to get it all out there. And in the middle of the pot, and he brought me a bottle of scotch and we were drinking and, and hanging out. And he's a, he's a friend. And uh, I didn't know this. And I, I, I finally went, you know, we can turn off the equipment. I can, or you know, we can start over and I can edit all that out. And he said, no, I, I think I, I just kind of want to let it be where. Scotch and real conversation. And, and every now and then in the, in the middle of the podcast, when you, when you forget that the mics are on yeah and it it becomes this and that's your favorite that's my favorite that's one thing i do know i forgot where i heard that 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 was probably off the half episode that i caught that's my favorite when it becomes this when you forget about the beginning and the ending and rosie's behaving and i i just love the give and take of of a real conversation even i mean the questions are dumb what do you tip a mattress guy but we talked about that for four or five minutes perfect you know and I, I I love that about about what I get to do. Did I answer your question? I don't even remember. Uh, who? Yeah, uh, you, you gave me a two. Yeah, I would say okay between Dan and uh, the, your friend who lost the, the lost a lady. kid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, who was your favorite episode out of those two? I think I, honestly, I think I mean I enjoyed the time with Dan, and I hope he's. I mean, I think he does actually listen. But the one with Jacob means more to me because he he felt safe enough in our like our little circle mm-hmm. to let this heavy heavy thing on and then i said i can delete this and he's like no just leave it god now i just yeah. like when yeah. i have a heavy no but it, it's but not not all the conversations need to be sometimes it's just silliness and, and there's nothing wrong with that and mm-hmm. and trust me we talked about silliness during that podcast too like there yeah. was there was a lot of silly jacob is a funny funny dude but there, there was this thing and he just used he trusted me enough to use my podcast as a platform to put out information. It is, this is early on, so I didn't have the dozens of listeners I have now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he just used that as a platform too. And I think, I think it felt good for him to actually just get it out into the world too. And he had checked with his wife. He made sure nice it was okay. Nice to talk about stuff. It, it is, you know, I mean, the, the things that, that happened to us make us the people we are and uh, and i could tell it was weighing heavy on him and his wife was just to have about to have their first baby and the the little girl is beautiful and he's he is the kind of father who uh, if you're listening jacob i love you buddy but i i stopped looking at the pictures of your baby a long time ago because 
<laughs> you know, it, she's beautiful. And, and and he posts pictures of her constantly. And I would too. I post pictures of my dog constantly. I'm not saying the dog, her baby is better than my dog. I don't know. Yeah, that's or, how or I took it. Yeah, yeah. That's, well, yeah. she is better. <laughs> Rosie, the baby probably wouldn't bite you. Um, yeah, you don't walk into Jacob's house and yeah, go, don't and look at the baby in the eye. Don't eyes. look at the kid in his eye. <laughs> don't talk to the baby. Don't pretend like, no one says pretend the baby isn't there. Yeah, I think that's what I told you about Rosie. Uh, hey, here's a word from our sponsors. Orlando's cheese shop is La Femme du Fromage. Handcrafted artisan cheeses and meats, wine, beer, and a knowledgeable and friendly staff. They are located in the East End Market, and they do cheese right. Want to find out something? Find out about their grilled cheese sandwiches. Every Friday night is a grilled cheese happy hour. You get three grilled cheeses and three beers for 12 bucks, and it's the perfect way to start your weekend. Go in and check them out. They're located in the East End Market at 3201 Kareen Drive, and they are worth the drive from anywhere in Central Florida. Tell them you heard about them on Scotch and Good Conversation. All right, question number four for you. Uh, Here we go. Is violence to protect nature justifiable? Ooh, man. I don't write these. I steal them. I'm going yeah. to say <laughs> no, because I I love humanity. I, I, I'm like the last one, I think, on this planet that says I love humans. I'm a big fan of humans. I think we're all relatively good. Even the worst possible human being in the world has some redeeming quality. Charles Manson had a hell of a hair. Yeah. Yeah. If it bleeds, it leads. Uh, Someone told me that a while ago, and that's kind of like the reason why I think a lot of people hate humans is that they're all the good stories and all the good things uh, don't really make a lot of headlines. Yeah, yeah. But here's a fun fact. Everything you've ever learned is from a human. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we have learned some stuff from my dog. Yes, that's yeah. true. <laughs> I should say that. She, she does teach me to but, stop and slow uh, down and smell urine on the ground. Yeah. Uh, education. I Sometimes I just look at a building, any building, yeah. and I'm just like, damn, you we love did our, that. Do you like architecture? I do. I, I just, I like humans. Love I love our, accomplishments. Yeah. There's, that there's, we've done a lot of stuff in a short period of we time. We just sent a car into space. For no apparent reason. None, <laughs> except for the most expensive commercial yeah, of yeah. all time. Yeah. Did you watch that? It was a couple of years ago that uh, that Red Bull guy jumping out of the, the unreal, <laughs> and the dude loses it. He starts spinning yeah. wildly. Yeah, he's cool. I gotta get him on the podcast if I can. Oh man, <laughs> Felix, I think his name is, is. that it? Yeah. Um. Uh. Here is well. Th- this is a question number five for you. Is where did you think babies come from as a child? Hold that thought. Hold on. All right. Hold on. Hey Peter, this is Rocky. Uh, I saw your question as a kid. Where did you think babies came from? And I have no idea why I thought this, but I used to think they came from cars. <laughs> I used to think they came out of the back of cars. <laughs> I must have seen a kid taken out of, I don't know. I have no idea why I thought that, but it wasn't until I was about seven or eight that I realized it took two people to either go buy one or then I don't know what happened after that but I don't know I don't know I don't know where it went after that but I knew that when I was a really young kid I thought they came out of the back of minivans and stuff have a good one buddy 
it seems like Rocky saw like a really bad parent when he was a kid. That's Rocky from the What's the Fuss podcast. Yeah, you, you yeah. know him. And Rocky, I, I love it when he calls. I hope he calls all the time because first of all, he's one of the people who calls a lot. I don't get a lot of phone calls, so I can always rely on Rocky. Rocky's got his great great own podcast. What's the fuss? You've been on it. I've been uh, yeah. on it, and I had so much fun. Yeah, they're they're good dudes, and they're on the PFT media just like we are. Um, as a child, where do you think babies come from? I'm pretty sure I thought like the bird the stoke really yeah that, I, that just seems so dumb to me yeah, yeah it was but I was a kid which is I was dumb yeah I, I you know it's I was thinking about this and this is kind of embarrassing with your mom here uh, your mom's not here my mom's here in case you, in case you didn't <laughs> notice um, I, I and I guess it's not embarrassing because I never really thought about it yeah, like, I, 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 it was I don't one of those remember things. what I thought, but I, I'm pretty sure due to cartoons, it was storks. I guess so. They, they brought pickles also. Um, I, 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 don't, I, I never really thought about it until I guess I just kind of knew one day. And, and I don't, growing up in, in the 70s and 80s in South Florida school systems, it's not like we got the talk. I don't remember getting the talk from mom or dad at all. I, I probably got it on the <laughs> thanks mom <laughs> I, I probably got it on the school bus you know and and uh you know I, I was surrounded by by really really great people besides my mom and dad I, I was involved in scouts and church and stuff like that and I was surrounded by amazing people so I, I guess I was shielded from a lot of bad stuff except those damn kids on the school bus I I, I but I don't I don't remember thinking about it at all until one day I just sort of knew Rocky, on the other hand, <laughs> thinks they came from the trunk of cars. I, uh, uh, that is bizarre. Yeah, well, I, I also like how he clarified, like, I don't know why I thought this, but yeah, yeah, back I, of minivans. Yeah, it's, I, I, do you think people still teach the, the Stalk King? The Stalk King, there's that bird, the big tall bird with the long I legs? I don't know. Now, yeah. I, now he's the pickle dude. Yeah, yeah Maybe the, I thought babies came from jars of pickles. Yeah, maybe. I, uh, uh, how did you learn about the birds and bees? Uh, I, I, on the bus? I don't think I learned. I think, honestly, it was my older brother that was like, yeah. How, how old your brother? Uh, he is 33. Okay. And he is the far more talented one, I would say. Because we're madly, we're just great brothers. Yeah, is he a comedian also? He is a, more of an actor and an improviser, and he wrote a one-man show in 2010, and then he just kept doing it. Now it's his full-time gig. Mom and dad around? Uh, dad is not. Mom is. Sorry, it sucks it's, when dad's dying. It's yeah. fine. Let's talk about it. Let's yeah. get real. Dad yeah. died when I was 13. Wow, that's heavy. You know, I've ta- I was just talking about this the other day. Is that I? Of course, I wish my dad was still alive, yeah, but yeah. I would... W- I almost would say that 13 is gotta be not the worst age because I remember what my dad looks like. Yeah. I have memories with my dad. Was he so, good dude? Um, he was, he was an interesting one. Okay. He was definitely an addict of some sorts, but, okay. uh, I've always, I've been making the joke that my dad's IQ had to have been about four and a half thousand. Cause my mom, <laughs> she, she's got to be pushing like a 25, 30 IQ, I swear. Really? Yeah, my mom's not the smartest. Wow. And But what's <laughs> awesome about her is that she'll be the first one to tell you. Is she still around too? Uh, yes. Yeah? Live locally? No, she lives out in Arizona. I was going to say, can she find her way to your shows? Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's funny. Comedy's easy. But, uh, <laughs> but my dad, uh, yeah, 13, he went in for a double bypass. He oh. was in the waiting room ready to get picked up and his aorta collapsed. Wow, not a healthy dude. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it was probably, I still think it was probably somewhat of a doctor gaff. Yeah. If he was in the waiting room and his main valve collapsed. Oh, well, he went in 
for this wasn't he a checkup. Went, I mean, he yeah. also wasn't a healthy dude. I'm sure yeah. years of pill popping didn't didn't help his heart. Well, you've had a colorful past, haven't you? I have. <laughs> I've I've definitely had. But the one big difference between me and my brother is that Chase, my brother, went through a lot of that strife. And then when I yeah. was the younger brother, they, my mom and my brother, both kind of realized, like, you know what, we should shield him away from what Chase went through. My brother almost died like four times before he was 16. That's crazy. All from good old Papa Patch. Oh, he hit you? Yeah. From your dad? You said? Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. Oh, I call sorry, him man. Papa Pat. No, it's, yeah. it's, and that's the, that's the biggest difference between me and Chase is that. Uh, he, he took it to protect he you. Took, yeah, he, there's a lot of protection. And I've never felt like my childhood as, it doesn't haunt me. I have no regrets. Yeah. I, I played a lot of golf. I mean, how hard can your life be if you yeah, play a lot of golf? I was chill. Yeah. Okay. I was great. Yeah. I was fine. Oh, all right. That was heavy. Yeah, no, yeah, we're, <laughs> I we're down to get heavier. Or, uh, when I once was in church, no, uh, no, 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 sorry, no. sorry you can, you can, is that yeah. a Tourette's thing? No, no, no that, that's funny. Uh, yeah, Mama uh, Bear's uh, face just frowned uh, a little uh, bit. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> got you, I got you on that one. <laughs> he, he, he will turn around and check and see if you're okay, which is sweet. Uh, question, question number uh, six comes from you, comes from our email. And if you want to email us something, uh, email us over at scotchinggoodconversation at gmail.com. And I will butcher your email. And so it's funny because I don't read well. I don't know why. Just, really? I, 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 I don't read out loud well. Like, well, you're very good at talking. Well, thanks. But it, I, unfortunately, I'm going to have to read a paragraph here. Some people are going to have to butcher this. Sorry, Nancy. Uh, email. The, the headline is, does my freedom end where your morality begins? And it says, Hello. Hi. First of all, let me say I love the podcast. I especially love it when you, and she says in parentheses, get deep into something right after you go off the rails on something totally silly. Uh, this question has uh, was sparked. This stupid microphone is hard to read around. This question was sparked by all the gun control talk lately and is something I've been pondering more and more. People shout, that's a weird way to put it, about freedoms and uh, their freedoms being taken away from them. I would happily curtail my use of guns, but that's an infringement on your freedoms. You, on the other hand, might want to take away my right to marry or even sleep with someone or control what happens with my body. How personal freedoms are, personal freedom and personal morality coexist and how should government deal with it? Wow, this is heavy, a little bit more. I am not on a soapbox here or trying to pick a fight. It's just a complex issue. Just figured you'd want to kick it around and get a little deep. Uh, thanks for doing what you do. Keep it up, Nancy. So Nancy wants to know, uh, where, where does the line between freedom and morality? God, yeah. man. We, we, we get deep. It's yeah, no, that, talk yeah, here. Man, yeah, this is this is a first. Talking microphone <laughs> in my face, talking about gun control, morality. Well, I don't even know. I like it. I bro. don't even know it's necessary gun control. I just think of you know where where does one thing end and the other thing begin? Um, I I, I believe Jim Jeffries said this, and I know I'm he's, quoting a comedian here. No, but, no, but he's a wise dude. He's very wise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's very wise. I saw him live in Scotland. Did you? I did. It was it, great. It was the show was called Alcoholicost. Yeah. <laughs> That, that, that was his dude. I want to say we saw him. I think we saw him at House of Blues a while back. He's, yeah. he's brilliant. But he said uh, something that I, I find to be very true is that we move at our, our slowest pace. Yeah, absolutely. By the, the slowest person in yeah. the crowd. Yeah. And, and if that slow becomes too common, then there's going to be some laws. Yep. And, and there's kind of... I 
I'm kind of with that thought process. I know a lot of people are great. Uh, going back, a lot of people are great gun owners. But the thing is, is that it's not all of you guys. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot of knuckleheads out there that have full yeah. malicious intent. And uh, sorry, you got <laughs> it's it's the same thing with there's a, I believe Jim Jeffrey said is that I'm great at taking drugs. I'm really good at it. I'm a responsible drug taker. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. But being that one guy, being that Catherine went fifty and a thirty. I can't do them anymore behind a vehicle. <laughs> I, she I, ruined it for everybody. Actually, yeah, one one guy with a with a bad voice uh, ruined singing at the table with that for everybody. I think that's a, a riff on a Carlin joke. Um, I, I I'm inclined to agree with you. I, I think we do move at the pace of the crowd, and, and the way that that Nancy is that who we're talking to Nancy. Um, Such a great name. I've always been a fan of Nancy. All, all the Nancys I've known have been very attractive. I think I've only known one or two, and they 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 are very very pretty to look at. Um, I, I I think there's nothing wrong with morality in in I mean obviously I mean there needs to be morality and the way the country was set up. Now now I'm just kicking it like like I know what I'm talking about. The way that <laughs> the country was set up, I think was the foundations were set up well. The 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 guys who started all this had a really good idea like of what's going on, but I I think. Now things have changed a little bit and we've taken a step back to where we were in the 50s and 60s and the morality of the 50s and 60s. And we were doing really well. We we had a good stride. We were winning the race for a hot minute. Mm -hmm. And that's what concerns me. Uh, I think you were right. I don't know. Nancy, I'm sorry we're, we, we butchered that. Ross didn't. I did. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, here's a commercial. Orlando Meats. We're talking butcher. We're talking restaurant. We're talking delivery. We are talking local beers, local wines. We're talking breakfast. We're talking lunch. We're talking great, professional, courteous staff. We're talking centrally located, and we are talking locally owned. Here's what you do. Follow them on Facebook. Follow them on Instagram. Follow them on Twitter. Take a look at their reviews. Ask your neighbor they're gonna know orlando meats is your one-stop source for local butcher and delicious food they are located at 728 virginia drive in orlando right up next to the matador go in there tell them you heard about them on scotching good conversation and you will be happy Here's your chance to, to ask your third question, please. All right. And this is legit was my question before knowing that your mom was here. Okay. <laughs> okay, mom, you ready? This was my question for you, yeah. Peter. Okay. Who is your favorite parrot? Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> <laughs> that was legit my question. I did not think I was going to bring Jerry Springer drama to you, Scotch and Good Conversation. I love both my parents, and this is going to sound like a bullshit answer. All right, kind of does already, but uh, let's go. With no, it. this is going to sound like, and I, if you listen to the podcast on a regular basis, the one thing I say is my biggest problem growing up is my parents were too involved in my life, which is not a bad problem to have no. looking back. You'd much rather have it that way than not a parent at all. Both my, both my brother and I were both very involved in scouts and very involved in church and very involved in school extra I can never say that word extracurricular activities and uh, 
mom and dad both volunteered. When I got older, dad was more busy. So my mom was always around. Like, I, I remember we had a, <laughs> I grew up in Fort Pierce. I don't know if you know Fort Pierce at all. A little bit. Yeah, it, it's... There, there's military a, there's uh, no very rednecky okay. uh, very very rednecky vibe there and we used to have racial riots at, at our school on a semi-regular basis where all hell would break loose wild uh, yeah um and i think it was in my junior year there were riots going on and mom decided that she needed to drive me to school remember this one yeah, mom decided she needed to drive me to school instead of me taking the bus because people were getting beat up on the buses. Uh, so she, I was like a junior. I, actually, it might, might have been my sophomore year because I, I had a car in my junior year. Uh, so my sophomore year, she drove me to school to the front of the school and dropped me off. And and looking back, that was the most horrific, horrible thing <laughs> that happened when mommy drops you off yeah. at, at school. You have your brown paper bag and yeah. your PB&J. Uh, but, but now I, I appreciate the fact that mom wanted to make sure I got there safe. And that, and I've been saying that forever. Like the, the biggest thing, mom and dad chaperoned for dances. Mostly mom chaperoned for dances. And not taken away from my father because my father was working. Yeah. He worked a lot. And mom worked a lot too. They both worked a full-time job and both found time to be involved in scouts and church and, and, and anything that I got involved in. The only reason that I became a decent person, and I'm a, I think I'm a pretty good person, might have got myself into a little bit of trouble here and there, uh, is because my mom and dad were involved in my life to the point where they kept me from getting into big trouble. You hear that? That's I, right. And I'm that's not, what, that's, you're the MVP over there, I'm mama. not saying that just because you're there. <laughs> I, I've said this repeatedly on the podcast. If you're, the biggest problem in your life is mom and dad are around too much, but they also put it in me to, to be me, not to follow the crowd, not to, not, you know, not to, you know, they, they, they realized that, I mean, that I might be a little different than my brother. My brother's a great person. We are yin and yang to each other. Yeah. Yeah. They, he's, he's everything. If you looked up a Christian in the, in the dictionary, my brother is what a good Christian should be. He volunteers. He, he takes care of people. He gives, he, he preaches the gospel when he needs to, but doesn't get in your face about it. You know, he, he's, he helps his community. He helps the youth. He, he's just a good, decent dude. And when I think of what a good Christian should be, I think about my brother and I think about, you know, my family. Uh, so to answer your question, they both had really, really good parts of my life. They really did. They, I, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say either. I think 50-50, really, seriously. They both had, had effects on me, both in the positive and negative. A lot of the reason I'm the man I am is because I'm, I'm, because of the 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 man my dad was. See, I th- I feel like I'm almost the the opposite in the sense of like I know I'm the man that I am today because I also saw a lot of what not to do. Yeah. My mom was never very good with money. I have grown to be very un- shockingly. I'm right there with you. You look at me and you're like this guy's in a small amount of debt. <laughs> uh, but I know I'm pretty good with money. Uh, I I'll never take a prescription drug for recreational yeah, purposes never <laughs> yeah. with that said though I've been known to smoke a joint or two I and by guess a that joint or two I mean yeah. a fair amount yeah I, a heroic amount to, I, to answer your question I would say it, it would sway 
50-30 either direction depending on the the wind and what kind of mood I'm in. Nice. Yeah. I, I And I would probably say the exact same answer if my mother wasn't sitting there. Yes. <laughs> it's the truth. Sometimes she drives me crazy. Oh, wait. I yeah. took that as she smokes joints as well. No, no. Not, 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 not as far as I, I apologize. know. I apologize. Yeah. No, no. Sometimes, sometimes she drives me crazy. Uh, Mom got into town at uh, 2 o'clock this afternoon and I think we're doing okay. Yesterday afternoon. And I think we're doing okay. So uh, That rat and that poster yeah, is yeah. tattooed on Etchy. Yeah, it's a screeching weasel. Uh, do you not know squeezing, squeeching no, weasel? No, yeah. this is just the second time I've seen that rat. Yeah, that, that's the screeching weasel rat. It's a cool looking rat. It's a, it's a weasel. It's, it's a, a weasel. It's, it's a screeching. God, I keep calling a rat. It's a screeching weasel. Um, uh, Nancy, uh, third. We, I answered your third question? Yes. Yes, okay. Uh, who, who do I like better? Uh, it depends on the day. Yes. Yeah. My, my father passed away uh, eight or nine years ago. So he comes up into my head on the most random times. Right there with you. Yeah, I don't it, think it, that it, goes away. I mean, I don't think a day goes by that I don't think about him. And I, I always say I strive to be the man my dad was. I definitely got my, uh, dare I say, swag from my from my dad. Yeah, you, my, got, you got a little swagger that in That dad, man, my, he was wearing electric blue pants. <laughs> He was. What year was this? The, oh man, nine 90s. early two thousands. Yeah, wow, that's, like a, that's a that's a bold move in the Cadillacs early two thousands. for days. <laughs> he was awesome. Uh, question number seven for you. Yes. Uh, in this How many questions, I we, you've only got one more after this oh, one. Sweet, and we're only we're little under an hour. Uh, and th- this one actually is also deep. Also, my, I, I've gotten a couple. I really, like the deep questions. I, you don't like the what do you tip a mattress delivery guy? Um, I, I like the deep <laughs> questions because what a what a fast way to feel like a rock star. Well, this this one is is going to get even deeper. The answer it, is six. It, it, also, <laughs> yeah. Uh, 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 this one says, if time and space are infinite, has this been typed before? That's that's the subline. Well, it says I like getting stoned. Uh, here, Rosie. I like so getting the doll. I like getting stoned, laying in my hammock in my backyard, and thinking about shit. I, I don't write these. This came in. Sorry that Seth has a potty mouth. Yesterday, I wrote some stuff down. If time and space are infinite, and there are infinite numbers of stars and Earth-like planets, and infinite numbers of random cosmic reactions and planet form- form- formulations at different stages of planets, life. And infinite numbers of complex biologies, it says people. Thank, thank you for putting that there, Seth. I wouldn't have got that. Uh, of all those plants and infinite numbers of possibilities of what each person and it, uh, does and interacts and behaves and learns. Wow, you must have been really stoned. And this reacts and processes. Ripped. Then somewhere at some time, did someone type this question in into the flutter? Perhaps one million years ago on a planet... One million light years away. Then it said, "Did I just blow your mind, or do I smoke too much?" <laughs> yeah, uh, both. <laughs> my, my my mom says Seth smokes too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what he's saying is, uh, it's the old if uh, you put a thousand uh, uh, monkeys in a room with a thousand typewriters, would they type uh, Hamlet? I mean, I. I've always, whenever it comes to things like that, I feel like the smartest thing to say is, I don't know. Hold that thought. All right, we're back. Uh, We were talking about Seth and infinite numbers of planets and light years, and Seth smokes a lot of pot. Uh, Do you you think think we're 
everything and nothing at the same time? I mean, uh, I don't, I don't even know how to answer what a, wha- I would what a wacky say, question. Yeah, the, yeah, like when it gets to that level of a <laughs> trippiness, Neil deGrasse Tyson esque stuff. I, I like, I, I really do think that the smartest thing I can say is that I don't know, and but I'm I, not going to pretend like I do. Uh, but I, I think in in time and space, I think we're not alone, and I think there might be another Peter out there someplace doing the exact same thing with with his father or with with your sister or your, yeah. your you know your brother or something like that. It's uh. Uh, Seth, write us again, please. <laughs> yeah. call, you know what? Call, give us a call, Seth. And every time you write in, just tell us how, like, scale one to ten, how strong the weed is. Yeah, yeah. How, how, so how much, ta- how much time? How much time you spent in the hammock, Seth? I love you very much. You, you made my day and, and blew my mind, and that kind of pissed me off that I'm not going to be able to figure this out. If you want to email us, email us at scotchandgoodconversation at gmail Odds are, if it's interesting. I've I've been really lucky. I've got some great emails. Very rarely do I have to have to pitch one. Uh, and I'm sorry if I did, but it the, mean, it meant you didn't write a decent email. And you the suck. Better Orlando's weed gets, the better your questions are. I, I think get so. Yeah. That well, that, that's the first time that anybody has admitted to smoking pot in a, in a weed in a in a email. Question number eight for you, and this one's sort of a throwaway, but it's it's pretty much the foundation on which the whole podcast was was uh designed who do you know that i don't know who brings something to the world not necessarily orlando who uh would want to sit on the blue couch and hang out and talk Uh, for instance if you know bono that would be great yeah yeah um god i'm gonna answer this question as good as i can because this has been my favorite podcast experience i think and that has nothing against rocky i just ended up like drinking so much PBR. before, during, yeah. and after that day that I don't remember much. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's like how a, they roll over there. That's like a TBA over at What the Fuss. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't remember what I said yeah, very I've, much. I've done that show. Yeah. Um, God, who would be great and, and interesting? Okay, his name is... You love interesting people. Yeah, yeah. Most, I, anybody's got something to say. Most interesting guy I've... I know in this city. His name is Michael Sloan. Okay. He is a nomad, a gypsy, if you will. Cool. He is a a, a beautiful hippie. He uh, he's a phenomenal cook. I lived with him for uh, about a year because I needed a place to stay, and he let me uh, stay with him. Cool. He, uh, Michael Sloan's got to be your guy, and he's very popular. There's okay. not a lot of people in, in the the acting and theater community here in Orlando that doesn't have a story about Michael Sloan. Do me a favor, and the reason I do this, I I, I, I love it when people actually say the name of the, the person. Do me a favor, reach out to him. I will. And if he's into it, let me know, and I'll reach out to him. Michael Sloan, please come on my podcast. Oh. And now I've got to ask you, did someone say my name at the end of one of these? Uh, actually, when you did the What's the Fuss podcast, uh, Rocky emailed me and said, the, Ross wants to come on the show. I don't know if you actually did that. Yeah, no, I did. Yeah. Okay. I, I saw Scotch and I was like, oh, I love Scotch. And <laughs> I, I can love drink Scotch in the afternoon. Yeah. Uh, Rocky, Rocky emailed me and, and it took us a little while to get the stars the line to have you come yes. in. But, but I, I'm very glad you did. I'm immensely funny. I love you, Ross. We're Yo, new friends. Mutually love. Uh, we love each other. Uh, tell the kids where they can hear you, see you, and get in contact with you if you'd like to be uh, entertained by you. So the YouTube channel uh, is just Ross Paget's comedy, and that's just, if you just YouTube my name, but of course the Ross is always spelled like sauce, okay. which is R-A-U-C-E. Uh, on Facebook, it's Ross Paget's comedy again. 
uh, Twitter at Ross Patchett. And of course, uh, check out some comedy shows. I'll be posting all my dates on all the social media platforms. And uh, last but certainly not least, the big gig that's happened in these last couple of months. I'll be on the Jim Colbert show every Friday, 3 to 7, and it goes full time in 2019. uh, I'm very excited about that. I I was a a big fan of uh, Mr. Phillips. Yes. And I I like uh, Mr. Colbert. Uh, I don't listen to that station a whole lot, but those two shows I do like <laughs> yeah no and, i always had to choose my words like i've had angel in here mm-hmm. and I, that's awesome i, I love Sa- angel i've had sabrina in here i've had pinkman I, I i've had fritz in here and uh uh i i told him i like you guys i don't necessarily love the shows you're on but but uh you bring something to the community and it's difficult like i, I what's to say don't shit where you eat yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah but but i'm not gonna lie <laughs> no but, don't but i i am i'm a fan of i i keep wanting to say dirty jim because i i know him mostly and, as that yeah and here's the thing yeah. dirty jim knows that yeah. is gonna be well what yeah, he's but, but he's kind of re- rebranding himself he's trying he, to he, but that's he's, gonna take years I, but i i find like what he's doing now way more interesting than what he he was previously doing or still doing what i and, love, and i'm excited by that i i will listen to that i'm so yeah. I'm just so happy that he's smart enough to know that he's walking into a very uh, left-sounding radio show, yeah, and yeah. he surrounded himself with liberals. But that—that's that's smart. It's you know, it, very it, smart, and he, that should give you an idea of how much Jim kind of still rises above politics. Yeah, he—he's you—you're you, very lucky. I'm—I'm I'm excited about that because radio has been a bit boring in this in this city for a long time and I'm, I'm I, like I said I, I would tell you if I wasn't going to listen yes you know I, I don't listen to the current morning show I just love how honest you are yeah, well I mean I just I, 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 I actually haven't drank anything oh, okay. I, I, I had a beer uh, uh, but I mean I, why would I lie you know I, I, I respect the people I've had on for 104.1 and I'd like to have more on but I, I, I'm not if you come in here I'm not going to say yeah I listen to your show yeah. <laughs> you know I, but there's there's I always say I'm not the yardstick by which cool or good is measured in Orlando, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to have you in my house if I don't think I'm going to like you. Well, oh, mom laughed at that. I yeah. like that. Uh, I, I, <laughs> is that true, mom? For the most part? Yeah, mommy raised a good boy. Uh, all, links to all, all of Ross's stuff will be in the show notes, and I encourage you to listen to him because he is the cat's meow. Yeah, well, we'll share some sketches and all that. I uh, want to uh, uh, remind you that the uh, the music, the haunting theme of Scotch and Good Conversation, was written and performed by Mr. CJ Mask. He's my buddy. If you need something musical, get at me, and I'll get you at him. want to remind you that this episode and every single episode, hopefully from now until the end of time, is brought to you by Compass box whiskey they distill the hell out of some scotch can i just add that no joke compass box is my favorite scotch and it's kind of what made me fall in love with my girlfriend it's it's uh if you look up the story about them because they they, they're very punk rock for a scotch yeah they're an american he's an american that moved to scotland yeah, he, opened up his own distillery. He, he's a baller. He, he's sort of like pissing off the Scotch world, which I think is pretty cool. It's really cool. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the Scotch that I had, uh, Spice Tree, was yeah, yeah. one of the ones that pissed off the Scotch world. Yeah, I think there was something about the barreling. You know a little about Scotch, I'll, don't you? I know a little bit about Compass Box. Yeah. I love Compass Box. Yeah, they're available pretty much anywhere decent liquors are sold. Speaking about decent liquors, Red Light, Red Light Beer Parlor, my favorite beer bar in the entire world. 
300 plus bottles in cans, 26 beers on tap. They are they got some brand new equipment and they are they're they're ramping up their brewing and it's getting bigger and better, but still keeping it cool and local. They're located in my section of town. If you see me at red light, slap me in like really lightly on the side of my bald head and I'll buy you the cheapest beer on the menu. They're located at 2810 Kareen Drive, right up the street from Red Light. Red Light is La Femme du Fromage, Orlando's cheese shop. La Femme du Fromage. It's fun to say. Uh, They're located in the East End Market at 3210 Kareen Drive. Get yourself some cheese. They're wonderful. And speaking of good stuff to eat, Orlando Meats, best burger in Orlando, 728 Virginia Drive. They're a butcher. They're a restaurant. They rule. And Little Indies my favorite craft uh, cocktail bar. They uh, have compass box. They have compass box. That's where I had it for the first time. Uh, not only do they have compass box, they also have a really, really good craft beer uh, list and they're just hip and cool and a great place to just hang out uh, right next to Will's pub up in the mills 50 district at 1036 mills drive. Uh, and if you go to one of those places, first of all, tell them that I sent you scotch and good conversation sent you. And second of all, like tag me in it, take a picture and tag me. So everybody knows that you went there. If you dig the podcast, please subscribe on Apple podcast. It helps me out and leave a review. Nobody's doing it. I, I would love it if you left a review. You can uh, listen to all our past episodes at scotchandgoodconversation.com. Give us a call 407-706-9523. Tell a friend. Uh, send smoke signals. Uh, get a tattoo that says Scotch and Good Conversation. Instagram, whatever. Ross, I love you. Yo, I love you. Mom, I love you. I love you, Mom. All right. You guys, uh, hey. Uh, love in session. I know, yeah. right? There's a lot of love in the air. A lot of love. If, uh, if there's someone you love in your life, tell them that because sometimes you don't get a chance and it's sad if you miss that. True. Go, go outside and uh, play and hug each other and love each other. You guys take care. I love you very much. Peace. Have fun. Bye-bye. <laughs>